basically what's up witches you're listening to basic witches i'm rachel laforest and i'm leah knauer and the magic is real on this episode we've got my dear friend john shu he's a filmmaker a commercial producer and a magician mm-hmm. and we talk all about magic and i know i used to be a hater but i'm starting to warm up ah, that's right <laughs> oh my god and at one point during the episode leah said something about like you know, a guy telling you he's a magician is not a good pickup line. And I'm like, Leah, John is right there. Oh, sorry. I didn't even, sorry, John, if you're listening. I didn't even put that together. No, but you've come a long way. You like, you like magic more now. Yes. (laughs) But it's an awesome episode. You're going to love him. Um, Some other things that you're going to love is if you join our Patreon, where we will give you monthly readings and Shout outs on the pod, and it's a magical community that mm. is growing mm. and growing. So get in there. And you can spread some magic for us by following us on Instagram and TikTok at Basic Witches and leaving a five star iTunes review. You know, they are stars. Like, that is pretty witchy. Mm-hmm. So please do that. It really helps us out. And we know you're going to get some helpful goodies from this very fun, very real episode with John Shu. Oh. oh my Gosh. god. Oh, you really got us. I did. For those of you <laughs> listening, which is all of you, we just got freaked out by a whole deck of cards appearing out of nowhere, seemingly out of John's mouth. <laughs> you do that a lot to people, like mess with people like that? Oh, definitely. Yeah. It's it's one of the I think before I was a magician, I was more of a prankster. Mm. If anything. Um, it's even in my, in my, like my, uh, digital screening, I still call myself Loki shoe because I identify with the, when I was like, there's a God of mischief. That's awesome. And then, yeah. Look at you, little Loki. I know that's always been your, um, handle. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So, wow. So you guys moved to New York, cross-country move. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you um, just think no, like wait, better? Wait, wait, wait. That's, what? I didn't live in L.A. I oh, mean, you never lived in L.A.? No, no. I oh. would travel for work. And okay. We're producing and stuff, but I never yeah. lived in L.A. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. In my mind, you did. <laughs> oh, okay. I was there somehow in my version of reality you're like this guy never visits (laughs) (laughs) yeah because you know you guys know each other from college from new york right yeah a long time ago yeah over 10 years ago over 10 years yeah Mm -hmm. yeah so what's changed (laughs) how much time do we have (laughs) i mean you have a kid yeah, I have two kids. Oh, yeah. shit. Oh, my God. Sorry I didn't know about your second child. Yeah, no, he's only just like a little bit over one. So, okay. yeah, he's newish. Yeah, he's fresh. He's a fresh addition. <laughs> hey, if yeah. the shoe fits. Yeah, I'm sure hey. you get that all the time. I like it. <laughs> have another. Um so are you practicing magic out there? How has it changed since the pandemic? Oh my goodness, pandemic. I mean, like uh, all magic is 
not all, but there's mm -hmm. a lot of Zoom magic now, and there's mm -hmm. so many great shows. I could I could maybe give like a whole recommendation list, um, mm. you know, at the end for show notes or something like that. But like, there's an amazing magician named like Lucy Darling, just off the top of my head. Mm -hmm. She's like, she's like, it's like theater and wacky magic and just like brilliant uh, just improv. She mm. like connects with all the audience and she just blows your mind too. All and on just, Zoom? All on Zoom. She took Zoom and pushed it. Oh my goodness. I haven't seen a show like that before. Uh, but yeah, I just saw that like last week. Do you prefer performing for live audience or a camera? Mm, I haven't done any. Oh, well, actually that's live. No, I've done some, some Zoom stuff and, mm -hmm. and uh, I guess telemagic, but, uh, mm. but yeah, definitely. In person, I mean, like when mm -hmm. when there's like just that connection, and you can actually like, you know, and I I do think like human beings need that physical contact too to be like, here, hold this right here, put this in your hand, right. and, you know, turn it over, and then that kind of assigns meaning, and you know, you're doing like symbolic gestures over things, mm -hmm. and then of course like something that like appears in your pocket or something that was not there before, that's you know, you can't. You can't be that experience. Yeah, I've been doing improv shows on Zoom and I totally mm -hmm. relate. It's like you don't hear the laughter, which is the whole magical, fun part of doing yeah. live comedy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was I was like, I missed that because people yeah. are like, or, or, yeah. I have to, or I have to look at their faces more. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah. For those of you that didn't hear that, he was doing the <laughs> silent clap that people use oh. on Zoom. <laughs> Shaking your it's hands. Like, it's like it's you're actually, showing off your wristwatch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it actually is the sign for an ASL for um, clapping. Right. Yeah. So it makes yeah. sense. But mm -hmm. yeah, it's not the same. Mm -hmm. I miss it a lot, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean. Is there improv Zoom, too, Leah? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's There's, interesting. Yeah. And there's stand-up shows too. Um, the Zoom shows are like, our, I have a team that I think we found a really good flow with it because we acknowledge that they are Zoom calls. We don't act mm. like, it's it's hard to pretend we're already in such a weird reality right now that like to take yourself out of the screen when you know you're watching Zoom. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's so mm. it makes it a little more interesting, but hey, we're learning what it's like to do improv online during a pandemic. This is right. just a new... Yeah. It's a new challenge. Mm -hmm. We're all mm -hmm. being challenged with. <laughs> yeah. In our yeah. own worlds. <sighs> yeah. Adapting mm -hmm. and trying we to are. adapt quickly. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Isn't didn't you get some sort of a science degree? Am I remembering that right? I, wow, you are you are remembering that right. Yes, I did. <laughs> I did um uh I I have a chemistry um minor, but yeah, I I went through the whole sort of pre-med, pre-dental mm. program at NYU uh, mm -hmm. before I, I was in the seven-year dentistry program before I was like, you know what? I'm going to switch to film. And Wow. And did so you know did. at that time that you were going to do magic or were you doing magic at that time? Oh, I've been doing magic. I mean, as long as I can remember, like since I was like eight, mm. I, I, I recall my older brother, uh, Jesse, getting a magic kit. And then he's like, you know, played with it for a week and was like, I don't want this anymore. And then 
like I picked it up because I always take all the hand-me-downs <laughs> and I was just like this is great and I would yeah. read, read through it and then yeah even when I was like applying to colleges I really wanted to go to New York because I was already in love with filmmaking I was doing home movies with my cousins I was already in love with magic I was doing mm -hmm. shows for birthday shows for like $25 and ah! it's like it's like, wait, this 17 year old kid is giving like my 10 year old a, a show. And, you know, yeah, I don't know. I was just like literally memorizing and reading every single book I could find in the library. And that actually has an interesting um, origin too, because I thought magic was, you know, real too. Mm -hmm. yes. Like, yeah, I had, yes, I had the box of tricks, but then I was like, in the library system, like looking up magic. And then I come across a, a book of spells. Yeah. These like love spells. And it was like on the waning moon, you light a catnip and a black candle. And, you know, you say these words and the love of your life will appear. And, you know, I was like 12. I, I remember I had like a crazy crush on a girl and I did, uh, I did it. You know, I did a spell. Uh -oh. Like when I was, I did a love spell when I was. And a now kid. we're married. <laughs> Two yeah. kids living in Los Angeles. Right. No, not Los Angeles. I know. Well, I, I probably did it wrong because I didn't, I'm like, where do I find a black candle? So I just lit like a birthday candle or something. Oh, <laughs> no. Whatever works. Yeah. Yeah. So but you it, were like experimenting with witchcraft. I was and because I had I couldn't tell the difference you know mm -hmm. I saw David Copperfield walk through the Great Wall of China and make things disappear and I was like well that's magic and then I would watch you know whatever movies or cartoons and be like see witchcraft or sorcery mm -hmm. or wizardry you know mm -hmm. and then I'd be like well that's magic too so they must all be the same and then I, I grew up in a very conservative sort of Christian uh, background and they were like, oh, that's the devil's work. And then, um, okay, so I, many, so many questions. Yeah. First oh, of yes. all, I'm sure I just opened up a whole <laughs> yes, can I'm by so bringing excited. up religion, but yes, <laughs> on a witch podcast. Yeah. Well, first, of I want to start with when you watch, like, do you know all the secrets when you watch David Copperfield? Can you figure out how he does everything now? Or are there, there's still things that like blow your mind? Oh, there's still, oh my goodness, like magicians, I feel like we're in this golden age of magic as a performance art because um, not only through, because of social media, but because of the internet, there are so many more opportunities to learn things and to mm -hmm. share and to build on each other's things. Mm -hmm. You see you see a move on Instagram and then someone's like, ooh, let me, let me figure that reverse engineer, figure it out mm -hmm. and stuff like that. So yeah, there's, there's so much magic. It's impossible to just, for me to just like be on, <laughs> like learning everything. I know there are people who do that, like who mm. have like PhDs in it. I mean, I would say not to beat my own drum, but yeah, I could say like, I do know maybe 90%, but 10% may fool me. And if mm -hmm. it still fools me, then, you know, I'm fooled. You know, I'm just, yes. I, I, in fact, I want to, see it through the eyes of an audience but mm. you know and I'm sure you guys know as actors you know you don't watch a movie the same way nope anymore. never no nope. <laughs> especially having done as many I've done 
pretty much every job on a set. It's like, I mm-hmm. think about all those oh, yeah. things mm-hmm. when I watch yeah. something. Yeah. You're just mm-hmm. like, wow, how they booked that location. I wonder what kind yes, of Yes, I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> the lighting. Did they use a gel? I, I'm, off, I'm often like, oh my God, how many of those disposable like cartons that he had to crush did they do <laughs> our department prep? Like how many takes did they do that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that sort of illusion kind of mm-hmm. fades away both for yeah. mo- in filmmaking because as a producer, but also as a magician. But man, when you see that, great movie or you see a filmmaking where you totally forget there's a camera there and you're like crying your eyes out you're just like this isn't real but it is yeah magic I'm just like I know they did something at that moment but damn like I have no idea yeah who was that for you Ooh, I mean I love uh, David Co- David Blaine's special. Mm. I think it was like his fourth or fifth special. Or David something. Blaine hit on my friend once, and then he disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, though. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I, I want to know, like, how did he disappear? <laughs> he he uh, asked for her number. I don't know if I should be telling the story, but I will. He asked for her number, and. Yeah. Um, and then said that he's a magician, which normally that wouldn't be a cool pickup line. And then she realized, oh shit, that's David Blaine. And then um, she DM'd him and then he just never responded. Oh man, missed that, missed that I opportunity. <laughs> um, but I, I, just to go back, yeah, there's a special he did called uh, Real Magic, Magic or Real, I think it is, mm. or Real or Magic. And that's the one, I don't know if you've seen it, where he takes an ice pick through his hand. Whoa. And you're just like, wait, is that a trick ice pick? And then, like, it, I don't think it is. I think he really sticks an ice pick through his hand. And when he regurgitates frogs or sticks a clothes hanger down his throat to, to get, like, a, a signed ring, like, I don't think that's a trick. I think that's real. But because he blurs and then he edits it with like magic tricks and stuff that I'm like, oh yeah, I think I think I read that or saw that. Like he really blends it all. And I don't know. Like there's I'm watching the special. Mm. I'm just like, I don't know if I just saw something real or magic. Wow. And Where is the that- line of like when you're a magician or when you're a psychopath? <laughs> I don't like, know. Stab, like stabbing yourself with an ice pick for entertainment like if he's legit right. doing it that's low-key crazy yeah it 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 is but i think that's you know he's he's interacting as sort of like the modern day shaman who mm. is basically saying like you know mind over matter maybe that's the metaphor or mm. symbolic gesture maybe like a christ a Jesus Christ uh-huh. piercing thing. Maybe that's a visceral, you know, sort of like metaphor. You know, there's all these different things that come with that idea of, you know, this doesn't hurt. And I can't believe it because we all know like the slightest paper cut. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah. to do that and no blood and he just pulled, he has someone else pull it right out and touch the end and it's really pointy and stuff. It's like, okay, like, I don't know what's real anymore. For that moment, it's like, you just broke every single rule. Like, Mm -hmm. don't play with scissors and all that. You broke, you know, all of our human instincts. Right. And now we're like, you know, is is there a different world where 
you know, we don't have to be afraid of pain. I don't know. Like, mm. I don't know. He didn't, he never says anything like that, but you can explore that sort of area when I think sub, on a subconscious level. Oh, totally. And so earlier, yeah. earlier you said, you know, you were talking about when you were little and you were like, but I couldn't see the difference between um, mm -hmm. like real magic or not, but it sounds like you kind of still can't in some ways or, or can you? Well, I, I think I've returned to that because mm. there's, there's, a, there's, I think all great, all magicians um, go through this process where they think they're just buying magic tricks in a box. And if they just buy that magic trick, like they would be the wizards. But then like, after, you know, human nature, we just get tired of things. And then we mm. realize, oh, wait, that magic and all that I thought was, you know, 1995, <laughs> like, or it was a $7 trick, you know, mm. that's not magic. And then they keep buying the next trick and the next trick and the next trick. And then they start collecting and then hopefully they start reading and then they start learning tricks. And they're like, okay, if I just learned this piece of sleight of hand, you know, then I'll be a magician. And then they kind of like get to a point where they realize um, and hopefully they, they start seeing in practice that the theory of magic is probably what kind of contains the theory and idea that magic is not a trick and it's not a how or a method, but it's a why, which is kind of like just the story of what we're all trying to do. Like, mm. why are we here? Mm. If you can take a trick to illustrate an example of why we're here, the human, ex like to tell a narrative or a story of a human existence, mm. you know, then that's magic. Right. Mm. And then, so it's, it's a coming, it's, it's like, I started with this innocent idea of what is magic? Like, is it like making, having power over things that I can't control this childhood wonder mm. um, and chasing that. And then kind of like you, you learn methods, you learn technique, you learn how to do things and you realize, well, that's, you know, that's maybe magic is dumb and maybe it is just for kids, you know, maybe it's just like a trick deck or something like that. Mm -hmm. And then like, I think the more you study, the more you realize, okay, wait, well, what was it that I wanted to do in the beginning? And then it's like, I want to share magic. I think magic mm -hmm. is a gift. Mm -hmm. So I love yeah. that. And that just reminds me so much of witchcraft. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I was thinking the same thing, mm -hmm. especially when you said like, you know, you were seeking some form of power. It's like witchcraft gives me self-empowerment because mm -hmm. it gets me to get to know myself. Mm -hmm. So it feels powerful. And it's like, it's the magic is real. If I believe that it's real. Mm -hmm. yeah. But yeah. do you believe in magic? <laughs> Like, do I do. You, like, do 100%. you believe in like, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like have, yeah. Go, go ahead, ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. You go. I, I want you to clarify your. Yeah. I, I want to clarify. And, yeah. A question yeah. too, because what mm -hmm. I mean is like, do you believe in like the unexplainable phenomenon, that kind mm -hmm. of magic, like synchronicities, unexplainable. Mm like some, a feeling or seeing UFOs? a ghost no. oh, oh, <laughs> yeah that too um yes and i actually pity the people who don't because, because they haven't made room for magic mm. they if they have if they haven't made room for 
a new reality or a different mm -hmm. reality, a, a new hope, then you kind of fall into despair, right? Mm -hmm. Which is kind of like tomorrow's just going to be the same thing as today. Mm -hmm. um, it can it can seem that way. It can seem like a rat race, but I think if you believe that you have you were you were made for a purpose that there might be some universal being or de I, oh, well, actually, I don't want to cross there yet. Um, uh, <laughs> um, he starts to say deity. So, so I'll, I'll get back to that. But like, if you believe you can make a difference, that you have a purpose to make a difference in this world, mm -hmm. then I think you kind of have to tap into in the idea of magic that you can make mm -hmm. what's what's either impossible or hasn't been tried into something possible and mm -hmm. real. And I think that's a lot of going back to just like magicians, like magicians are like, oh, wouldn't it be sick if I made this disappear? Or if I could create a trick that explains reincarnation or, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. you know, or just shows off like how I could time travel you know, mm. or I can, or I can read your mind. Maybe we don't live in just a linear time. Like maybe mm. time is a circle. Time is flat. I don't know, whatever, mm -hmm. wherever you want to go. Like, isn't that what could be a really good magic trick? Like, you know, so it's a, it's a framework, right? Magic mm -hmm. can be a framework for how you want to understand the world. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's cool to hear that even you as someone behind the curtain, still feel that like even knowing the mechanics mm -hmm. you still actually believe in something that you don't understand mm -hmm. that's yeah. cool yeah. i think that's open-minded of you so why are you here john shu ah on this planet i hear <laughs> uh well i mean i think when i was when i was switching over my sort of i guess you could say career path I was trying to tap into a calling of like, what am I like? Why, if I love movies so much, what, like, why do I want to do that? Right. As a producer, I think it was because um, I wanted to create arts that would, that would, you know, be meaningful, but I also wanted to be, I wanted to change the image of what I guess, a producer could be mm -hmm. and as well as what a magician could be like I'm not just some guy in a top hat you know mm -hmm. like pick a card you know <laughs> like there there there's like deeper levels that I want to explore and learn and you know share with others mm -hmm. on because yeah what blew my mind why I even started in the film like I always liked it as a kid but what really set me on that path was I watched a Hitchcock movie uh, for some sort of like course. And then the professor just started talking about all these cinematic, like film theory things that I didn't know about. And he was talking about mise-en-scene and he was talking mm -hmm. about like cinematography as well as like, because this is cinema studies. So he was mm -hmm. talking about like gender roles, how the camera is a penis or like oh the male gosh. gaze and all that uh -huh. stuff. And how all this terminology from uh, filmmaking comes from, like World War One and Two, like cut, shoot, you know, oh, all that I never stuff. Thought of that. I yeah, didn't know that. Like cutting and shooting, and like 
reloading a, a, Action. a, ma a magazine of film. Like, oh my gosh, wow. like, all of that comes from, yeah, sort of warlike terms. Like, mm. um, yeah, we can, yeah. So that's very so, aggressive, like macho. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. So, so, um, uh, yeah. So then, like, just since there was someone there to kind of pull apart like film theory for me and help me appreciate it even more, mm -hmm. I feel like I can do that for for others. I, mm. that, that's my. That's why I feel like I'm here to kind of. I think it's a bit of edu education, um, mm -hmm. as well as like giving opportunities to people who may not have had it. Um, I try to employ just good people. They not may not be great at their job, but I will try to train them up. Um, hey, you employed me once. <laughs> I hope I did good. Look at what happened. See? <laughs> Look at you. It worked. Bye, it worked Bert. out. It worked yeah. out. <laughs> you spread your wings. Fly Aww. to LA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I try, you know, I try to like the people who really want it. I try to see that, like, who's the people mm. who really want it. And then I, I try to keep them employed. And I think I that's that. kind of my role now. Mm -hmm. um, uh, yeah, yeah. That's and then beautiful. Mm -hmm. when it comes to magic, like I said, it's just like sharing, you know, sharing mm -hmm. the gift. If I, I can mean, do, I love that. yeah. I mean, that makes sense as a magician. It's like, you're, you're giving a sense of wonder and mm -hmm. inspire and you're actually, yeah, you're making them believe in magic. So I think you're exactly doing like mm -hmm. your mission. Do your tricks have a common theme? Like, what do you try to teach through your tricks? I've, uh, <laughs> my common theme is, uh, I've, I was thinking about that recently. <laughs> um, I was like, <laughs> why, like, I, why do I always gravitate towards two different kinds of tricks? Mm -hmm. The main one that I perform for others is it's known as, I guess, impossible location, which is a ring or a coin or a card just appears where it was previously shown empty. May it be my pocket, their pocket, their mm. purse. Wow. I like something just transposing from one place to another. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think what that kind of shows is I just, because that to me kind of breaks people's minds up. Like it's, it's impossible that he was holding that thing and now it's over there. Mm. Like, how did, how did that happen? Did he ever come near me? Like, and then I try to explain it with, um, it depends on the person. Like I try to read the person, like what would they believe? Would they mm. believe that I actually slipped it in when they didn't see, like, is it more impressive that I am highly skilled in that way? Or would it be impressive to them if I started talking about, yeah, like time travel, like mm. you're, I already put it in there before when you weren't looking or mm. there are parallel universes where like I crossed over, um, you know, we've done this before and I've already, like, it was in your pocket already, like kind of thing. Oh, so like, like the story you tell changes based on the person. That part is where improv comes in very handy. Oh, um, that's awesome. UCB. But um, yes, but yes. yeah, but it does it does come in handy that way. It it's just like reading a person and being like, what do they want to hear at this point, mm. and what would impress them the most at this point. I mean, um, the second. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, the second thing I love to do is uh, and um, 
I'm working, I'm constantly working on it. And I, I rarely show it to anyone other than magicians for feedback, but mm. the idea of taking a card, taking a card, whether it be a business card, tarot card, a, a regular deck of cards and ripping it up into pieces and putting it back together. Ooh. Because I think there's so much symbolic meaning in that, that could play across in so many different levels. Like, I feel like there's always that message of like, you know, restoration or healing that someone needs to hear. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that is something I want it to be perfect <laughs> before I do that to someone. But yeah, that that's something that I do mostly for me at this point um, until I can get it right to share with someone else. Mm -hmm. That's cool. really cool. I mean, I was thinking death and rebirth. Mm -hmm. when you were describing it mm. yes yeah death and rebirth uh broken mm. relationships like a friend who you may have lost touch with for a long time and you want to reconnect that that friendship like you know it might mm. be as simple as a phone call a text mm -hmm. or something yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah if you've been thinking of doing that listeners maybe this is a, a sign John, do you believe in signs? Do you feel like you get signs or anything? Um, I, signs like, um, like, like someone breaking their leg and then <laughs> being like, oh, it's a sign. I should stop pushing myself so hard. Yeah, yeah. Like stuff like that. Or like if something ever gave you a feeling like, oh, I shouldn't go today and you don't go somewhere. I don't know. Oh, like, like superstitions, hmm. I guess. Yeah, superstitions. Do I believe in signs? Um, I don't. I don't let it rule my life. I, mm. I don't think so. You know, like I might. I think I recognize them. Okay. I recognize signs because of certain superstitions. Like I try to be well read as far as I. I love reading about fables and mythology and you know, I just have like this, this background where I just love to read about different things. And, mm -hmm. um, uh, and yeah, I, I would recognize, you know, different superstitions like, oh, you know, you spilled the salt or, oh, you, you know, black cat walking <laughs> under a ladder, all those like normal yeah. ones. And then the, the more weird ones, like, oh, you close, you, you came, you exited through, uh, a door that you didn't enter through, you know, weird things mm -hmm. like that. So I don't know, there's signs, Ooh. but you don't, you don't want to make them rule your life because uh -huh. I don't think, I don't think we should live that way. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, speaking of signs, what is your sign? Um, Gemini? I am a Taurus, uh, May 2nd. Okay. okay. Yeah. Taurus. Do you know what else you have in there? I don't, I okay. would love for you guys to tell me cause I don't know. <laughs> ah, well, we don't know if without your like birth, place, time, and location. Oh, location is the same as place, but you, you need all that <laughs> info. <laughs> like the city? Yeah, yeah, the city and the exact time of day. You can look up a birth oh. chart for free online. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Well, I have, I have yet to do that then. <laughs> I don't know if I believe in that either, but, ah. but you know, it would be interesting to, right. To because being also Chinese American, like you grow up learning the, the Chinese Zodiac, yeah. you know, about your birth year. So mm -hmm. I know I'm a rat also. I'm a monkey. I'm, I'm a horse. 
you're a monkey, you're a horse. Yeah. yeah. So, and then there's all those things. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they try to tell you your personality, your lucky numbers and mm-hmm. who you would match up with. Mm-hmm. So I think on a cultural level, like it's kind of ingrained a little bit about that kind of horoscope. Yeah. But I don't know, being a magician, like you also learn about things like Barnum statements. Have you ever heard of that? No, what's no. that? What's a Barnum statement? P.T. Barnum. Yeah. Say, oh. <laughs> he would say things like, um, uh, oh gosh, now, now if there's any magicians, they're probably laughing at me because I can't remember. <laughs> But a Barnum statement is a general sort of statement that could apply to anyone, but seems very specific. Oh, okay. Mm. Like making it seem like they know something about you. Mm. Yeah. Like they could say, oh my goodness. Like you, you, you love, you love your friends and you keep them close, but you don't like, you, you also like your privacy. So you, you, you Ah. sometimes you need to push them away and have some time to yourself and you know, you, you give too much of yourself to others, but mm. you don't give enough to, to yourself. And, you know, you, your relationship with uh, your, your parental figures uh, are like, you know, rocky. Yeah, sometimes you don't know if they're there. <laughs> mm-hmm. but they'll always come back to you when you need it. That mm-hmm. kind of, those kind of like generic. Like marketing. Yeah, like marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> trying to sell you and, and you mm-hmm. can buy it if you want. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> buy Coke. Yeah. Drink Sprite, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, all that kind of stuff. And you have a rocky relationship with your parents. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's like yeah. everyone does. Yeah. 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 So those there's those Barnum statements that I feel like horoscopes kind of play to mm. because, you know, we're all our, you know, mm-hmm. we have moods and we're constantly changing and growing. And it's like, totally. maybe, maybe I was shy as a kid, but now I'm not. So I don't know why that still might apply to me. Mm. I guess I'm shy around large groups or something, but then, mm. you know, there, there's, there's all these, I don't know that it's like general statements. I'm like, Oh, mm. half of this is true. Half of this is not like, should I believe it all? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it's good to be skeptical Yeah, and like yeah. find what resonates with you. Yeah. And, and that's the thing about like, once again, kind of going back to like a framework, if that's, if those personalities is what you want to play into and because there's supposedly some advice, you know, from like the Chinese Zodiac or through horoscopes and stuff, like if you want that, if you feel like that works for you, then, you know, like it works for you, you know, like who's to judge, you know, like you are living your own, only one person is living your life. Yeah. Experiencing reality the way you are. So mm-hmm. exactly. So, so yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's how we feel as witches. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's the furthest thing from evangelical. Like we're mm-hmm. not here to convince anyone of anything or control anyone. It's, but ourselves. Right. You do you. And like, as long as you let me do me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, so I want to go back a little bit. You mentioned conservative Christian family and I mm-hmm. relate. Same. Um, so what do they think of you? You mentioned they think of it as the devil's work magic. Um, yeah. How do so, they feel now? What was that transition like? Now they're so proud of me. <laughs> um, that transition was, it was weird. It was like, they knew I was obsessed with magic. Like they knew I loved it and they were just trying to be good Asian 
you know, parents and be like, you know, don't make this a career. <laughs> Go do pre-med. <laughs> right. You're, or they were like, they were like, you know, this is just a hobby, right? So there's that fear, I guess, that, that, that I would take it seriously. And I wish I really did get to take it seriously. But they also were the ones who brought me to the magic store sometimes mm-hmm. and would buy me the books. So, you know, they were encouraging, but they were also like, you know, just don't, don't take it too seriously as a mm. career. Um, they also, uh, I would say my, my mom and dad were probably more liberal than anything, anything, not like liberal in the sense of like, you know, uh, liberal, but like they were not as conservative as mm. the church. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, everyone was just like, as long as it's like, you're not, you're not worshiping Satan or <laughs> sacrificing, like, come on and do some tricks, you know, some light entertainment. So that was fine. Um, did they really, you know, they did, um, they, I think that was their, that was always like their initial reaction, even to like, I would do magic for like the church members. They were always like, Ooh, did you know, like, Magic is about deception and you oh. might be going down the path to darkness. Oh my goodness. They, they would say that stuff and I'd be like, yeah, but is this your card? And they'd be like, yeah, it is. And then that would, and then they'd be like, do another one. All so, is well. So all is well, you know. The Lord is real. My goodness, so you brought funny. that back for me. I forgot. Oh, hilarious. <laughs> We hope this episode is putting a spell on you. We've been loving the spells we're getting from Spellbinding. They've got all kinds of ritual candles and oils and good smelling things to enhance your magic. Yes, it's so amazing. We know you're gonna love it. Um, So if you're looking for intentional products that are handcrafted with quality and they're beautiful and they smell amazing, then Spellbinding is the company for you. You can find ritual candles, teas, smudges, sprays, and more. I especially recommend the Money Bags Ritual Oil that I've been using. Um, It's just become part of my routine when I'm doing any kind of work and it makes me think, oh yeah, I'm investing in myself, like this is gonna pay off. Mm. And Um, I have a grounding room spray that is like, has aquamarine little crystals in it and it smells so amazing. So if you wanna get 40% off, go to shopspellbinding.com and use the checkout code WITCHES at checkout. That's shopspellbinding.com with the offer code WITCHES to get 40% off. That's magic. I've been wondering yeah. and trying to remember that mm-hmm. shoot, that time you hired me to PA on that shoot, My that goodness. was with Mac Miller, right? Yeah. And Rex No, Arrow. no, no. That was with no? Rex Arrow and, um, uh, geez. Uh, that was, uh, it wasn't, it wasn't Mac Miller though. Okay. Are you sure? Cause I remembered that it was, I don't remember. Mm. it was on the West side. We were shooting on the West side outside walking we were in a, shooting. We were, we were in a limousine, right? Yeah. <laughs> and also on the street, we'd do some walking shots. And we got like friends, like actor friends of yours. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I forgot what it was for, but it wasn't. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But then did you do another shoot with him? I did. Okay. It was huh. it was like, yeah, yeah. I worked with it was the same director, Ian Wolfson. Yeah. He yeah. he directed 
that that shoot with us yeah yes exactly mm. all right i yeah. love mac miller yeah yeah r.i.p miss him mm-hmm. well, so what do you believe as far as the universe what do you believe in or now? reincarnation or afterlives oh, or okay well um there's no right I, answer mm-hmm. there is no right answer uh i'm i'm still very much christian in that like but i i do believe there's just so many it's it's funny it's so simple but it's also been just like changed into so many different things you know there's so many different denominations and messages and beliefs about christianity but Mm -hmm. you know i kind of go back to the source of like sort of like the gospels which is you know the good news which is that you know there isn't like there is a way to there is a way out of where you are Mm. you know the messages of resurrection and that you know whether you believe in sin or not, but it's like the old ways of how you live your life can be new and refreshed and God loves you. And that is, that is the full message. I would say like, he loved you. He died for you. Believe it and live your life. Mm. Um, (laughs) So, so yeah, I I mean, like there's, there's that. Uh, what do I believe in? Yeah, I, I believe in an afterlife. I believe the soul is eternal. I believe mm. there is a spirit. I believe we were made in the image of God. And, um, you know, we all have, like, it's actually, it's, they say it in like Psalm 82, like, we are gods, like lowercase g, mm. but we are gods and goddesses. Mm-hmm. And we all, we all have a divine spark in us that we have, forgotten to tap into and maybe that's what magic and witchcraft and kind of help with is that like how about you try to refine that voice mm-hmm. that you were made in you know and mm-hmm. um go back to go back to there's a, there's an idea that um one of my mentors was telling me about called theosis which is the idea that um all of life is about like finding is believing like that focal point of where God and human beings are reunited and God being in the, not in the sense of like Christian God doesn't even have to be, but just thinking of a, a creator, you know, or the universe, if you want to say mm-hmm. like at some point, human beings in the universe will come back together. Mm. And that's like, that's like the story and belief that I I have right now, which is like at one point, like we'll all know what this was all for. Mm. Do you believe that the second coming is coming like close? (laughs) That's a very direct question. I love it. You have, you have so many, (laughs) it's like, why do you ask (laughs) questions that you already know the answers to? Uh, A lot of people have like, are bringing that up and yeah what do you, just what do you think oh you mean like recently because of corona yeah. and just everything the antichrist of yes that yes that is yes. the president yes. Yes. exactly exactly <laughs> exactly <laughs> literally um, uh yeah no i i mean i believe i believe that is that is a trippy uh that it's is heavy. a tri- that's a heavy i mean uh-huh. you read revelations and you're like what is going on seven seven heads on seven heads of a dragon with horns and it's all metaphorical and 
it's all things that we just don't know. I mean, there's theories of what it means and stuff, but mm -hmm. the main point is like, you know, God's coming back and uh, coming to reunite with his people. Mm. So, but does that mean like, do you think the world is ending <laughs> soon? No. Uh, no, because actually they say that, um, I think it says like, I saw, I saw the clouds part and Jesus came down to earth. So it's not like we go up to heaven. He comes back to oh. earth to renew the earth. So we better take care mm. of it. Mm. I like that. You know? it does feel and that, like that was, that was the original point. Like when he mm. made creation, you know, with the story of Adam and Eve, like our initial our initial project was to take care of the earth, wasn't it? It was to, mm. it was to garden and to, to help, help him sort of uh, manage creation. Mm. And then at some point we started to worship ourselves or not ourselves, but we thought he wasn't God, which is, I guess the breaking point. I, I, I feel like I'm preaching too much. I, I'm I really know, sorry. I love this. Really, I don't mean it to be that way. No, but, because uh, you feel hopeful and that actually puts me at ease. Oh, okay. Yes, mm -hmm. I'm not, yes. There's that, it's go, go back to the origin story, like the seven, mm -hmm. the first seven chapters is pretty fun to, to see that was like the original, like just, the intention of creation like mm -hmm. how was it intended like we were all kind of focusing on the sin and the judgment and all that mm -hmm. stuff but we weren't made to do that before like yes. we were perfectly full of potential and mm -hmm. beauty and in a, a you know an everlasting future and then yeah things kind of got messed up and it's just the story of like how do we get back there or how do we re-tap re re into that, well, that divine mission? Yeah. And I mean, like we were talking about at the beginning, probably death and rebirth because mm. the current systems need to die. Mm -hmm. There needs to be a rebirth to get right. anywhere close to a, a, a real Eden. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like, yes. I mean, I, I, yeah, yeah, definitely. I believe that. I think, you know, as I was hearing you talk, like I grew up super religious. So I know all those stories from the Bible too. And, mm -hmm. um, <laughs> yeah. and I don't personally believe in it, but I see it as, um, kind of like what you were saying, where there's all these different divinations or, um, what is it called in religion? Like sects, sex. Oh, sex um, and denominations, denominations. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. But that actually all of it is just a retelling of the human life kind of, because it's like, you could, like the Bible says, um, you know, a birth happened, basically God created the earth. That's like a birth. Mm -hmm. And then it's like the growth of humanity growing up. Um, but yeah. I think it's all human. It's interesting for me mm -hmm. as a witch and as like a sort of agnostic sometimes atheist definitely nihilist like double scorpio i mean what do you, i'm not gonna sit here and like be in the clouds that's just not me <laughs> right right but that's i more my thing but i see the humanness <laughs> and the sharedness of it across different denominations where yeah. it's like oh you're kind of all telling the same story anyways mm. and it's because it's the one that you're living like you're a human right. having this experience mm. mm -hmm. yeah yeah. And, and not just denominations of like the Western sort of Christian, right. idea, but like 
you go into the all all religions try to have some kind of idea of like creation because they're trying to make sense of why why us like why are we here why are things the way they are like who created these systems you Mm -hmm. know yes you know who created money you know (laughs) like the idea of money and who created the idea of you know i don't know like if you want even slavery you know who at one point thought it would just based off of either like status or you know skin color that Mm -hmm. we could put someone who essentially is the same as us right underneath you know who came up with that like why is like that's a broken system for sure and Mm -hmm. why does it still exist even now like in in like other other like third world yeah it still exists right and even here servants yeah in here yeah even here in the prison system and with our constitution the 13th amendment Mm -hmm. making it okay to have legal slave labor right now um i feel like i'm saying this every episode lately but it's because it blows my (laughs) fucking mind that Mm -hmm. people don't realize this is happening right here right now yes but it's like Yeah, it's kind of the age old story. And we're just another round of people who are in the story right now. Like, mm-hmm. so that, so that's like what I was talking about with despair that like these, these systems and these way of how the world is working, mm-hmm. like, do we accept it? And it's like, no, there's a better way. So yeah. we got, we got to live that way. And, you know, otherwise we fall into the trap, you know, of that cycle. If we try to work, in that system too much we might become part of it so it's very much like you know we have to consistently and i think that's what's sort of great about just like uh the i I see like a change in culture like people are trying to meditate more people are trying to like just be more present even though like we've created yeah even though we've created these things to be less present it's like there's even an app like calm or something to try to be present, which is yeah. probably a marketing thing. You know, that's it's like, funny. Cause it's still it's on like, a smartphone. It's like, you know what my calm app is. It's just like, just throw this out the window. And then <laughs> I'll, I'll get a chance to think. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it's, you know, um, it's trying to, to just, uh, yeah, we haven't, mm. I think there's just less time to think. I don't know. Everyone's <laughs> given think- the same amount of time. Yeah. Do you think, I, I know you have feelings on time. Like now I'm mm. thinking about the matrix. Cause you're like talking about smartphones and how we're plugged in. Um, <laughs> right. Part of the system. How yeah. do you understand time? What does time feel like to you? Time feels. Nobody like, knows the right answer. So oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, we don't but, ask light questions here. But yeah, <laughs> no, you don't. And I love it because you're asking great questions. You're asking the questions that people should think about more. Mm -hmm. Um, How do I experience time? Time is, time never stops going forward. And um, much like a magic trick where you know how it works, it doesn't matter if you know how it works, but why it works or why you should do the trick. So mm. with time, it's like we know the method, like I know the method of time is that it's constantly going forward. So it's ever like everything is always being changed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, 
I love, I love the Bible says like, look every, like I make everything new because that's, that's right. Cause every day is a new day. Um, and everything is made new again. Nothing is the same. Like we mm -hmm. can fall into the trap of thinking everything's the same. Mm -hmm. That time is a cycle, but it's not, it's always moving forward to what, to something, right. To a greater hope, to a new future. So that's how I experience time. Mm. Time, is, time is always just future hope. Always. Mm. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, that was a unique answer. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. So it's what we do with the time, right? It's like, mm -hmm. so, you know, like you could live tomorrow till tomorrow or you could live for another 30 years. Mm -hmm. uh, what are you doing now to make use of it and yes. are you, are you taking the time to even enjoy like right now yeah you know? mm -hmm. yes instead of future tripping i think is what it's called when you live in the future and you never actually enjoy the present moment and then time mm -hmm. just slips away it does yeah yeah speaking it of always seems too fast yeah <sighs> Yeah. Speaking of tripping, who was the magician we saw when we were tripping on acid? Chris Angel. That's right, Chris Angel. <laughs> Holy shit. He like appeared. Talk about time travel. He appeared in the row in front of us and it was just when the drugs were starting to kick in. <laughs> we were like, so, wow. So I was yeah. just blown away. But it was oh truly God. like, yeah. whoa. Don't, don't know how he did it. Yeah. Don't know how he did a lot of it. Right, because you were tripping, or because no, both. It both was good. But... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that just made it even better. But it seemed yeah. like everyone was impressed. Everyone was on board. Yeah, <laughs> it so wasn't just the sober people. <laughs> we know, we know it was real. Yeah, <laughs> so fun. Well, do you still practice um, witchcraft, magic, spells? Any love yeah. spells or manifesting or any like thing like that? Oh man, do I still practice? Um, it is, um, I mean, if you count prayer as magic, then mm -hmm. yeah, I do. If you count, you know, the idea that we can send good vibes to someone, I, yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. I practice magic daily. Um, <laughs> uh, if you believe that, um, I guess, rituals of centering yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, whether that's lighting a candle or just mm -hmm. going through the ritual of making my morning coffee. Oh my God. Total <laughs> like, witch. This is like all I'm, things. <laughs> which right. Is amazing, yeah. <laughs> it's like I am doing alchemy, turning yes. coffee grounds into a delicious drink that yeah. will keep me fueled and happy because <laughs> yes. uh, I'm addicted. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what else do I do? I actually believe, okay, so this is, this is funny. Um, so I read about how, like, um, so I believe this, it's, it's really weird, but if God is real, right. Then if I have a hard decision to make, then I can flip a coin and whatever it says must, I must follow. Mm. It's like casting lots. It's like, because if he's really God, then, mm. you know, will, will he, is anything chance or is mm. everything predestined? That sounds like you do believe in signs because that's I, like the universe speaking to you. I, I kind of follow my oh. life like that. 
Right. No, well, I don't, I don't follow my life on a flip of coin, but like sometimes. <laughs> I, okay. I don't either. Just for right, right, right. Okay. Okay. Good, good, good. Yeah. Yeah. Do, do I believe it? I believe. Okay. Well, here's, here's the other thing. Uh, it's uh, when I flip the coin, I, I know that if it lands on something that I didn't want, like the result is something I didn't want, then it actually is like a, like a tuning fork. Yeah. Tells, mm-hmm. Oh, Okay. I, maybe I really didn't want this choice. And then I do the opposite. So right. like, no matter what the result, it's like, I get some kind of clarification. I don't know if that's, you know, if that's the same with tarot cards and stuff, but you know, like maybe it's the same thing. A great wizard told me, his name is Jared Koff, that um, tarot cards are like a mirror um, because like, it's just a reflection of your thoughts at that present time in place and where your mind is. And, um, you know, it, it holds a mirror up to you because it asks, you get to ask the question, you get to stop Mm -hmm. thinking and you get to ask the question, you know, what do I really want? It's like Mm -hmm. wish fulfillment. It's like, tell me about my business. Tell me about my love life, you know, and you get to ask this question that you didn't get to externalize before. And then you take a moment, you do the reading, Mm-hmm. you know and then you get to reflect on it and be like is that what I really think you know is totally. that what's really happening right now so also yeah, you just whipped out a deck of tarot cards like you're a total witch <laughs> yeah <laughs> you have cards <laughs> I do I have these <laughs> these wonderful cards here oh my gosh your handiwork is incredible yeah he's oh, like floating oh, the cards. yeah I know I can't even I, I can't handle cards the same way um, as normal people. It's like a dead giveaway when I'm when I'm like. That's so funny. <laughs> it's like, how are you holding those cards? Like, oh, um, just change yeah, no, the these card. Are... <laughs> Podcast viewers, he just changed the card and set it on fire right in front of us with magic. Yeah, That's so cool. Um, yeah, no, I uh, so there's. I just want to give two shout outs to like some magicians that I love. And if you don't know their work, like check them out, Jared Koff and John Wilson, they, they really helped me step into the new world of like the possibility of what magic could be, Mm. not just magic with a lowercase M, but uppercase M as an art form, as well as like a mind bending drug that you Mm. could do for someone else and share with someone else like it's like literally giving someone acid because they because at the end of the trick and they're like you know cursing and being like what the fuck just happened like like they for real just like for a moment just had a mind fart and you gave it to them and they'll thank you for it you know like thanks for the mind fart yeah it's a it's a mind fart and a drug yeah And they'll, be, they'll be talking about it like how the hell did he burn my name into his chest I don't know how he did that but yeah oh dude one time I went to the magic castle and and he wrote an x on the inside of my hand without me seeing or feeling and I still to this day I'm just blown away mm, yeah you probably yeah. know a, no no I mean <laughs> okay. like oh no, yeah <laughs> I'm like yeah you were yeah no but I mean I remember exactly when I saw that trick happen too and I was yeah I no mm. idea no idea Wild. It, mm. it's scary voodoo stuff sometimes mm-hmm. but yeah <laughs> have you had any scary experiences like uh, 
Yeah. Spooky. Yeah. 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 So like I said, when you, when you leave room for magic, then anything's possible. Mm. And, um, you know, there's like science can't explain everything. And I think you guys have said mm-hmm. it before on the podcast where it's like science is kind of catching up to magic, you know, and I've heard the, the wonderful, wonderful idea of how like scientists spend all this time climbing a mountain only to get to the top to see that the philosophers have been sitting up there the whole time <laughs> because, <laughs> because like the philosophers, the shamans and all that, like they've, they've been there. They already went there. Like, you know, science is just like, you know, proving, proving yeah. it, you know? Yeah. Um, but uh, where was I going with that? Um, spooky experience. Spooky experiences. Yes. Like, you know, that, that feeling that, you know, like you're, there's someone watching you or I'm in the basement. Like I have a very vivid imagination. I love oh. horror movies too, both mm. as a filmmaking mm-hmm. sort of, you know, it's super experimental and I love it. Uh, I love scaring the shit out of myself. And, um, <laughs> but then, but then it gets to you because you're like, Oh, what if there is like an upside down drowned woman crawling on my ceiling right now? Who's like, you know, the is scary... that something you saw, John? No, it's okay. not. But okay. what have I seen? I have, I, I swear at one point I was in a motel and uh, it always happens. I was, I was doing a location scout and I'm in this motel in Pennsylvania, like out, not, not like Philadelphia, like city area, like mm-hmm. way out in the midline of Pennsylvania, where there's like no one. Mm. I'm doing a scout. I wake up in the middle of the night and there is someone sitting in this seat, right? Like right next to my bed. Like just all I see is the silhouette of the head and I freak out. I'm just like, this isn't real. This isn't real. And then the head turns (gasps) like this. Like shaking no. Shaking no. And I close my eyes and I could not fall back asleep. Like I was like literally like shivering in my sheets and like, and I could not fall back asleep. And the next morning I wake up and then I, I look in, of course, there's nothing there. The armchair is there. Um, and that was like one of the freakiest experience I ever had. Um, Whoa. That happened when I was like 20, 21. It wasn't like a, like a kid's imagination. Right. Right. At that time. Mm. But like from when I was, when I was a kid, I used to, I would, I used to wake up scared and I would look in the hallway and there were like two red glowing eyes, like just staring out from the darkness. And I would run across into my parents' room and I guess I did it too much so that they locked the door (gasps) one night. And then I'm like pounding on it. And and I'm like, let me in. I'm like putting my hands under the door. (laughs) (laughs) How could you bitch me? I'm like screaming. And then until they open the door, but yeah, I don't know. I had That's so funny because that probably scared them way more than, <laughs> than even you were scared. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, I was like, maybe that was just my child imagination. And then one day I Googled it. I'm like red eyes in the dark. And then I saw like a whole Reddit thread <gasps> of people who are like, yeah, I saw those too. Whoa. What do you make of that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm Holy so, shit. and I dare not try to like, there were explanations like, oh, you just saw the reflection of something. And it's like, no, there's nothing like, then why are there so many people seeing these things? Like, yeah, seeing darkness. I don't know. Mm. It's, 
yeah, I don't know. Let's leave that mystery in there. Okay. Maybe okay. there's maybe there's things out there, you know? Yes. I definitely never, think there they, is. They didn't hurt me. Yeah. So maybe they're just out there looking. Yeah. I mean, you know. I recently I, went to oh sorry. No, you go ahead. I recently went to Joshua Tree and I had a really spooky experience. It was I was like in the mirror looking straight in the mirror. No, I was not, but it was on edibles <laughs> and wine, but like, so, so yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, keep going. So I'm looking in the mirror and like, I heard my boyfriend come behind me and like around to the right and like put something down in front of me. And I turned to look and, and then by the time I looked, he was gone. And then I was like, did I yelled out to him? I was like, did you just come in the bathroom? Cause I didn't see him. And he was like, no. So like in my mind, I saw, literally saw a male figure that looked like him, like, but yeah, maybe I was just fucked up. Oh my goodness. (laughs) I mean, I, who knows? Maybe, yeah, a time stream just kind of crossed or something. But it is Joshua Tree. It's like a little spooky there. Yeah. Uh, Is there like a history of like, well, I think it's practices spir- yeah, I think there's mm-hmm. like sound baths and spiritual things yeah. going on there. And the Integratron kind of- and there's Mount Shasta nearby. Right yeah. Which is like the root chakra. It's believed to be the root chakra of the earth. Um, did you say Integratron? Mm-hmm. Is that like a Transformers thing? <laughs> I got to look. I'm looking this up. I'm it's just awesome. Writing. Yeah. It's like a sound bath place in Joshua Tree <laughs> and it's really cool and yeah something about aliens is how it was built it's a structure it's a structure Mm -hmm. that's like cool yeah i gotta check it out yeah it's awesome (laughs) i think that like you know i just always come back to like we don't know but Mm -hmm. it's a lot more fun like being open to it Mm -hmm. (laughs) yes yeah and i and i like that yeah like how you were saying you pity people that don't have room for magic Uh uh-huh yeah yeah yeah. So it's like, yeah. oh, bummer. Mm-hmm. Have, you, have you also heard of the idea that like atheists have more faith than God? Or because they're so atheists. sure that there's nothing. <laughs> right. They're so sure. They've gone to every area of the universe and looked under every rock. They're like, there's nothing. There's nothing. Yeah. Yeah. It's That's like, funny. You are that sure? Damn. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> like not even like buddha's up there like you don't yeah. you don't even believe in like not just a not Christian, even a little but bit God, but yeah yeah <laughs> that's so funny i yeah. haven't heard that but i like that yeah yeah, yeah. i'm also like i change as i go mm-hmm. i don't know i'm not mm-hmm. fixed in any one thing well isn't that you know that's yeah my definition of magic is change right so and and that's the meat that's the mystery and the miracle of life is we're all changing. Like no one is the same as they were before mm-hmm. when they were kids. And we, we get that, Oh my God, that blessing that we can actually reflect and remember those things. Um, like who we were versus how we are now, mm-hmm. you know, magic, like even a magic trick is talking about like something was here. Now it's gone. Mm-hmm. It was red. Now I've changed it blue. You know, something was on my hand and now I've changed it. So that it's weightless and floating in the air. Like it's all changing and transmuting. Mm-hmm. And the quicker we come to grasp that, that then yes. the better we are because then we're, we can let go much easier, you know, whether it's like trauma in our lives or a bad experience or a bad day, you know, the faster we are to acknowledge there's a better tomorrow mm. and 
you know, hopefully I can contribute to making that better tomorrow. Then, you know, that's, that's definitely, uh, you know, magic and, and, and what I want to believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Time oh, is only going forward. It's only going forward. Mm-hmm. It's only, Beautiful. yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, I um, feel like it's time for your reading. Yeah. Ooh. Let's, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Leah, will you pull from Iris? That's sure. Okay. Yeah. So John, do you have something you want to talk to the cards about specifically? Mm-hmm. It's really open-ended. Like, yeah. Um, how? How do I become more? gracious mm. I, I feel like i'm very yeah yeah that's the okay. one okay love it how do you become more gracious let's yeah. breathe okay inhale hold it I heard the names Alexander and Eddie. Do those mean anything to you? Alexander and Eddie? Yeah. Do either of those mean anything? It's okay if not, I'm practicing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. Nothing. Okay. Oh, okay. 21. Rainbow transference. Oh, it's, it's actually mimicking the like, this is the back of the card, mm-hmm. but this is the front. So this mm-hmm. card is kind of the cover. Very it's, similar. It's kind of like the main image. What's it, what's this called again? Rainbow, rainbow transference. Rainbow transference. <laughs> and it has a rainbow going between two hands. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, okay. So let's see what this says. You have found the magic connection. You have found, that's crazy. You have found the reason that you are not a solitary being on this earth. And that is to share your magic with others. Holy shit, uh, Leah. Isn't that like this whole podcast? Yes, yeah. Like this whole time? Yes. Yeah. You have found your inner power to make beauty in all forms on this plane of existence. You have the gift of being able to share it with others and also to receive this from others as well. Since the time we incarnate, it is within (laughs) us, our magic, our knowledge, our rainbows. Being able to communicate or show this otherworldly treasure is not as easy as just feeling it or knowing that it is there. You have the power Mm -hmm. to fully bless others by showering your rainbow light on them, letting them feel the balance of the full spectrum of this lifetime. Each and every color has a purpose, place, and time, and each color is being connected. Holy shit. I have so many goosebumps right now. You got to take a picture of that and send it to me. I will. I will. That and the number so 21, cool. does 21 mean anything to you? Oh, yeah. It's such a lucky number. It's yeah, that's so number. magic-y. You know, blackjack. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's a nice one. Yeah. Hit me. Which is like cards, too. Mm-hmm. Wow. I have so mm-hmm. many goosebumps. That, I've, <laughs> I've also never seen this card pulled yet. I think yeah. I have gotten it. The veil is so fucking thin right now with like, October. I'm on my period. It's October. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, We're and- going up to a full moon. It's also Mercury retrograde. Like, there's a lot happening. So my cards have been really 
I wonder if, if somebody listening, if Alexander and Eddie means something to Ooh. you because like that came in so strong and I'm also on my period. Uh-huh. So <laughs> let us know. Actually, you, you, you did help me think of something. Those aren't the names, but they are the initials of my two children. <gasps> okay. A&E? I, that's crazy because it was two and I was thinking about your kids, but yeah, A and E. Yeah. A and E. Yeah. Oh. So, I'll, and I will be seeing them next, next weekend. So, yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Wow. They're they're with their grandparents right now while I'm moving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So the wow. answer to your question, how can you be more gracious is yeah. continue doing the what magic. you're doing. Yeah. Keep doing it. Go. Yeah. I and, haven't. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like what you said your purpose is. It's crazy. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about this card the whole time. Yes. Yes. Wow. It's real. I Magic mean, is real. Confirmed. You guys. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. No, that's why that's why when you were asking, do you do you believe magic is real? I'm like hundred percent. Like, yes. Like like it's gotta be. Like Yeah. Yeah. So Yeah. Oh wow. thank you, Iris Death. Yeah, and I'll send you a picture of that. Oh yeah. 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 21. Mm-hmm. Um yes. 21. Lucky. Well, where can listeners find your magic and you? Plug it in. Uh, so I'm in New York uh, right now, and uh, you can find my website. Oh, this is so funny. I haven't even brought up the meaning of it. It's called mtheorymagic.com. And you can find me on Instagram as Johnny the Magician, just J O N N Y, the Magician. Uh, so follow. Uh, I don't post that often, but when I do, like, I, I try to make it meaningful. Um, and uh, yeah, like I'm, a, I'm around, I'm available to just talk magic, teach magic, share magic. If you want to learn magic, you know, I can point you in di- different directions. Mm. Um, and I'll try to point you away from the, the ones that were not, so, which were mm. more like procedural, like this is how you do this trick to mm. more sort of like the heavier stuff of like, mm. what is magic? Um, mm. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I what also is the re- meaning of M theory? Now I need to know. Oh yeah. Oh, and one more thing. I would also want to point you to one of my favorite writers on sort of like meaning and, you know, what is it all about? Rob Bell. He's great. Mm. Um, he has some, some talks and podcasts too. So you can check him out there. Um, what is M theory? M theory is, oh gosh, I wish I... <laughs> So it is the idea, M stands for magic, but it's actually of a physics idea. It's kind of like string theory, but with like another layer, it's like the next layer. Um, It's that, oh gosh, I'm gonna pull up the definition because I don't wanna (laughs) shove this one up. M theory. It's a theory in physics that unifies all consistent versions of superstring theory, right? So it's taking Newtonian physics with quantum mechanics and saying there's a unifying theory. It's basically the ultimate theory of physics that um, was uh, kind of like what Einstein was trying to uh, figure out, which was like the theory of everything. Um, Mm -hmm. Oh wait, but that's not Einstein, that's... uh, Hawkins, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but but yeah, it's it's that idea that uh, the M should stand for mystery or magic oh. or membrane, and it's a real you know field of science 
which studies like how everything is possible and nothing is impossible. Mm. There's no such thing as zero. There's like a 0. 0.00 to the billion zillionth one chance mm -hmm. of something happening, but that doesn't mean it can't happen. Ah, wow. I like that. Which means it, there's room for magic, even in science, you know? Mm, I love because that. Because we can't know everything. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. I love that. Mm -hmm. um, and then let's wrap up with a basic blessing, something we're each grateful for today. Mm. <sighs> <laughs> well, another M word. I'm grateful for this microphone that we have <laughs> that was gifted to us from our friend Kelly. And yeah, just grateful to be able to use my voice into this microphone and spread mm -hmm. the message of magic. Mm-hmm. Mine is going to be an M2, marijuana. <laughs> yes. I am so grateful for weed. It's um, really helped me mm -hmm. and helped me feel more at ease. So thank you, Mary Jane. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm going to say muscles. <laughs> Because yes. uh, my my wife recently fell down the stairs and broke her fibia. Aww. So I am literally carrying her everywhere on my back or in my arms to oh, the car. So sweet. And I'm like, thank you for like mm. that. I am strong enough to do this. Like that I never take my body for granted. Yeah. You know, that I can, I just threw away like half a ton of, debris from a demolition mm. by myself and I was like how did I like like I I don't it's so wonderful that I can do this yes and, yes you know, I'm young and I, I can do this uh uh so just to remember that and um yeah yeah so that's something that I'm recently very grateful for yeah beautiful Love it. Thank you for sharing your magic with us quite yes. literally. <laughs> it was so You're fun. Welcome. Thanks, John. Witches, this show is made possible by listeners like you who contribute on our Patreon. If you want to join the Basic Witches Coven, become a patron. And as a thank you for your support, we'll give you all kinds of witchy goodness like card readings and custom art. We'll see you in the coven. Hexo, hexo.